put it on there. Oh, well, anyhow, he says I didn't put it on there. So what am I going to do? I'll finish the rest of this for you. Sing your way into his presence with joy. Sing your way into his presence with joy. When you realize what this really means, verse 3, we have the privilege of worshiping the Lord our God. We have the say, privilege. Yeah, but they're doing this to me and they're doing that to me and they're doing this to us and they're doing that to us. And I'm here to tell you, we're sitting here, right here, right now, in the middle of everything else with the privilege of worshiping the Lord. We're focusing, the church is focusing on the wrong stuff. For He is our Creator. We belong to Him. We are the people of His pleasure. You can pass through His open gates with the password of praise. Come right into His presence with thanksgiving. Come bring your faith offering to Him affectionately. Bless His beautiful name. For the Lord is always good. How in the world do I have the right to complain about anything? He is always good and ready to receive you. He is so loving that it will amaze you, so kind that it will astound you. And he is famous for his faithfulness toward all. Everyone knows our God can be trusted, for he keeps promises to every generation. What if that became our new message? What if that became the attitude of every Christian person? I can't, you know, we're, we're here. What if this became all of us associated with Harvest Christian Fellowship? That became our new attitude. Well, what do you think about everything that's going on? I have the privilege to serve God. He loves me. I can trust Him. I can trust His faithfulness. He is bigger than everything else. I don't know about all this other stuff, but I do know one thing that my God shall supply all my needs according to His riches and glory. I don't know about all this other stuff, but I know that my God is the God that healeth me. I don't know about all this other stuff, but I do know when it's storming outside, I can run under the shadow. Oh, 
not showing gratitude. It, folks, it's easy. Finding the negative is easy. You don't even have to turn over a rock to look for it. Sometimes, though, finding something to be grateful for takes a little bit of soul searching, a little bit of heart digging, a little bit of getting past all the stuff that I've piled up on top of myself, and I fit and I find myself. Gratitude is an emotion of the heart excited by the favor of benefit received. It implies the feeling, a feeling and generous heart, and it is the proper sense of duty. Well, I have nothing to be thankful for. Come on. How many of you showed up with clothes on this morning? We're all thankful that you showed up with clothes on. And I'm reading out the message translation. Psalms 136, verse 1. Thank God. He deserves your thanks. His love never quits. Thank God. Thank the God of all gods. His love never quits. Thank the Lord of lords. His love never quits.
He's never leaving you. His love never quit. No matter what you face in this life, next time you want to complain, say, wait a minute. God's love never quits. Because we live in a world, folks. We leave. We are leaving. No one will stay. I ain't getting it We live in a world where thankfulness is a scarce commodity. People will give, they, people just want you to give what they think they owe, they are owed. I am no different than these people I'm talking about, neither are you. And when we give what we think we're owed, then we don't say thank you. Remember, Walmart even used to have a smiley face with this logo. It's even gone now. Ain't nobody smiling. Well, you couldn't see who they were. <laughs> see, when we fall into a, a place of thankfulness, and we start living a life of thanksgiving, and we start to get complaining out of our lives, what we're telling God is we have gratitude for everything that He's given us.
If this is a command of God to do the opposite of this, place what? Sin. I know people don't like to hear that word. Because we think it applies to all those people out there, no? Let's <laughs> read verse 18 again, Reese. Thank God, no matter what happens, this is the way God wants you who belong to Christ to live. So there is never a time. See, I don't do this right off. I wish I could sit up here and tell you I do this right every day. Sandy, I don't. I don't do it right every day. But it doesn't even matter. This is my goal. This is my goal. Why? Because this is how God wants me to live. So there should never be a time where complaining becomes the normal part of our conversation. Come on now. There should never be a time that thankfulness is not an appropriate response. I've got a friend, a pastor friend of mine. No matter what happens, every day of his life, if you're ever around him, if there's ever a lull in conversation and it's quiet, Praise the Lord. He will let quiet time come that he doesn't feel the thanks or praise. And it's not his time to be, I mean, he whispered under his breath, he'll say, Well, thank you, Jesus. I mean, it's just always, he feels his life all the time with thanksgiving. He feels his life with praise. Is his life perfect? No. I have windows. 
have a car, but I have floors. I don't care if it's a can of beans, I've got bean food. Go through the closet. And I tell them, don't write down, I have clothes. Write down, I am thankful for my blue shirt, my red shirt, my black shirt. I am thankful for my holy underwear. I See, no matter what's going on in life, and then all of a sudden, when somebody comes and tells you some bad news, you've got your police right in front of you. So much to be fine. I know this is bad. This is terrible. This sucks. It's awful. I don't like what we're going through. But look how good God's been to me. Look how hard. See, it's all in what we decide to put in our mind. If we want to be negative, it's easy. But sometimes we gotta put in some work. And when we put in that work, we say, look how good God is. You'll fill up another look in no time. I hate my job. I die. Just save my life. Well, I hate my job. Could become, well, I'm thankful that I could work. It's so hard out there. This is my biggie. It's so hard. But God, there's a sunshine. I'm alive. I'm above ground. The parts of my body that I need to keep me alive are still working. I gotta wear a mask at Walmart. Thank God. I still got money to go for. And if I don't want to go in, I'll get online and I'll order it and I'll make them bring it up to the car for me. Hey, that's bad. Trust me, I think I'm able to do that. See, we all have stuff we can complain about. We all have the things that we can pick out something and complain. But is that how God wants us to live? No. His blood never quits. So there's two struggles. I'm going to end this thing pretty quickly here. There's two struggles that we face. One is our zombie nature. Okay? You know what your zombie nature is, don't you? It's what we fight all the time. It's the part of us that's already dead. Jesus has already killed it, but we keep trying to let it roll. And the only thing that the zombies want is brains. Also take over your mind. And it only focuses on itself. That's your zombie nature. That's the nature, that's the part of us that we keep trying to resurrect that is already dead and gone, but we, for some reason, like to hear that thing moan and groan and lumber through our town, looking to eat our own brain, looking out for number one. Folks, Thanksgiving does not come automatically to that nature. Have you ever watched a zombie movie? Tasty. A little hot sauce in here. No, we don't do that. You never see that. Why? Because there is in that nature, in our dead nature, Thanksgiving is not automatic. It'll never do it. It takes a conscious choice every day for us to live this kind of lifestyle.
It's conscious. It's something that I have to get up every morning and go, ugh, I feel like dirt. And then I roll over and think, I can feel the ground this morning. I slept good. I woke up. He protected me in my sleep. See, I've got I've to gotta, I've gotta, I've gotta hit that zombie in the head every morning. Because my new nature should become great, grateful and have a gratitude and a lifestyle. So we, we can't just turn on Thanksgiving without turning off expectations. If you think you expect it, and if you're right, you'll never be thankful that you've got it. If you, until you become completely overjoyed with the fact that you will never have to face hell, you'll always think God owes you something. If he never does another thing for me, his love never quits, and that's enough. But see, it's all in nature will do that. It just lumbers around. Jesus is on his way back to Jerusalem. And, and he's outside, and, and here's where he meets those ten lepers. A leper walked in a zombie state. Parts of their body were brought off and fall off. And then they weren't allowed to come into the village. What they had to do was constantly complain about their situation. So if I saw Larry coming toward me, I'd have to start yelling, unclean, unclean, unclean. I've got leprosy. There's something about me not right. There's something about me wrong. You might catch it. And then they come to Jesus and they say, won't you have mercy on us? And we know the story. Jesus says, go show yourself to the priest. And as they're going, well, let's just pick it up. Luke 17. Luke 17, verse 15. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, glorifying and praising and honoring God with a loud voice. See what happened? He immediately became grateful that God's love never quit. And he lay down. And he lay face downward at Jesus' feet, thanking him over and over. See, that's a lifestyle. Thanking him over and over. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus said, were ten of you not cleansed? Where are the other nine? There is no one found to return to give thanks and praise to God except this foreigner. And Jesus said to him, get up and go on your way. Your faith, your personal trust in me, your confidence in God's power has restored you to health. King James Version says that your faith has healed you. The word healed there is sozo. The word healed there is sozo, which means a complete healing of his whole mind, spirit, and soul body. Everything was completely restored. The others received that cleansing on the outside. But God did something for him that not only cleansed the leprosy, but it completely restored anything that was lost as an after effect of the disease. All because this person looked back and said, I am cleansed. He's been good to me. 
go back and thank him. Thank there is never a reason for a complaining attitude. So the first struggle we have is our zombie nature, our dead nature. Alright, it's dead, it's selfish. The second struggle we have is that we don't practice thankfulness. You gotta practice thankfulness. Thankfulness is something that we practice. We practice singing so we can do the song drive on Sunday morning. Either Sunday, we always practice every Sunday morning, 8.30. All you musicians are here, all your singers are here. And usually, uh, uh, well, a lot of times, we'll have some time during the week to get together. Why? Because we know that nothing just happens. Folks, thankfulness is not something that's just going to happen in your life. Because we allow that zombie to walk around, so we have to practice thankfulness. I believe if we pay close attention to our attitude, it will completely change our life. These are really game changers. Colossians chapter 2, and then I've got one more special scripture after this one. Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 and 7, from the, uh, I can't remember if this is the tree line, I think it's the tree line. It says, and now, just as you trusted Christ to save you, trust Him too for each day's problems. Maybe we complain because we don't really trust God. Live in virtual union with Him. Let your roots grow down into Him and draw up nourishment from Him. See that you go on growing in the Lord and become strong and vigorous in the truth you were taught. Let your lives overflow with joy and thanksgiving for all He's done. This is the new nature. This is the new us. This is who we are. You say, well, I'm not that. Well, we're not. We're, we're, we're going to have every opportunity to complain. Complaining is the easy part. That's the zombie just doing what the zombie does. But this lifestyle of joy and thanksgiving becomes a new state that your new man rises up. And if you have to go home and you have to get out a notebook, and right now, I thank God for my left shoe and my right shoe. My left sock and my right sock. If you can tell the difference from those of you. I thank God for every little thing. You can get yourself to the point where you will spend more time thanking God than complaining about the things we cannot change. The things that will not hide. And all of a sudden, we become beautiful, Sally, to a world that just needs hope. To a world that just needs love. To a world that knows that there's something better. Amen? That's right. So last set of scriptures I'm going to read. You want to help me? Come here. Yeah. Renee. Renee's going to help me. Because you're up here. Hold on.
That's Psalms 101. Renee's going to read that for us. On your feet now, applaud God. Okay, let's go. What are you waiting on? We've got too much to make. Yep. Okay, go ahead. Bring a gift of laughter. Sing yourselves into the presence. <laughs> Bring a gift of laughter. Go ahead. Hey. Hey, look, I'm going to Yes, Lord. Go ahead. Now this, God is God and God, God. He made us. We didn't make him. We're his people. Yes. His will tend its sheep. Thankful.